Welcome to Israel and You, bringing Israel and the Jewish people into focus. Our host is Aaron David Free, President of Israel Team Advocates International. Aaron is an author, speaker, Bible teacher, and an advocate for Israel and the Jewish people on college campuses nationwide. This is Israel and You. Hello and welcome to Israel and You. I'm your host, Aaron Free. Israel and You is the radio ministry of Israel Team Advocates International. And our organization is working to turn the tide of the growing anti-Israel movement on both evangelical and secular college campuses. The FBI has said that in the last year there's been a 37% rise of anti-Semitism across America. About 70% of Jewish college students say that they've heard anti-Semitic rhetoric and acts of violence against them. In the Middle Ages, Jews were persecuted because of their religion. In the 19th and 20th centuries, they were reviled because of their race. Today, Jews are attacked and hated because of their nation-state, Israel. And denying Jews the right of self-determination in their own land is the new anti-Semitism. And for centuries, anti-Semites have justified their hatred of the Jews. In the Middle Ages, it was religion. During the Holocaust, it was science and the study of race. Jews were seen as not even a part of the human race and were exterminated. Today, it's human rights. And so whenever you hear people proclaim that Jews are not supporting human rights, you are hearing the new anti-Semitism, the mantra that we hear on college campuses all the time. From the river to the sea, Palestine must be free. And what they're saying is Palestine must be ethnically cleansed of all Jews. The International Criminal Court in The Hague, they bring human rights violations against nation states that violate human rights. Would you know that 85% of all the human rights violations from the International Criminal Court in The Hague, which is under the banner of the United Nations, 85% of those human rights violations are against the tiny state of Israel. Another mantra we hear on college campuses is that Israel is an apartheid state. So there is a growing anger and violence on evangelical college campuses driven by the social justice movement that they proclaim that there's justice for all the nations except tiny Israel. Uh, I was recently on a Christian college campus, sat down with a professor for, for lunch. He had written a article for a conservative think tank magazine about why he stands with uh, the Jewish people and the nation of Israel. There was a riot on campus, and he had to be escorted by security guards off of the campus because they were threatening his life that he dared to say that I stand with the Jewish people. So today we're at the first uh, week of a new year, and I want us to start the year off right because we need to get this issue right in our own hearts. And you can go to our website, israelteam.org. It's an educational website, and we discuss many issues on the website, issues of anti-Semitism on college campuses, the rise of anti-Semitism on evangelical college campuses. And we have articles that will help you understand God's restoration of the Jewish people uh, in these last days of time. So as we begin the new year, I really am here to help educate you and inspire you to stand with Israel and the Jewish people and to oppose the scourge of anti-Semitism. If you go to our website, 
This month, we have a special offer. We are unveiling our brand new book that'll be out this month called The Casualty of Contempt, The Alarming Rise of Anti-Semitism and What Can Be Done to Stop It. Uh, some of the authors include Chief Counsel of the American Center for Law and Justice, Jay Sekulow, uh, Senior Counsel Stuart Roth, also from the American Center of Law and Justice, uh, Coach Bruce Pearl, Headman's basketball coach in Auburn University. He's a Jewish man. He talks about uh, facing uh, a man dressed in a gorilla suit uh, who was an anti-Semite calling for the destruction of Israel and all the Jewish people. Uh, coach Dale Brown wrote a chapter about his experience at the death camp Auschwitz. Of course, Dale Brown was the basketball coach at LSU for 25 years. Shaquille O'Neal's coach, a great man of God, talks about why we as Christians need to get involved in this fight. So you can go to IsraelTeam.org, become a part of the mission, become part of the team. Uh, for a donation of $50 this month, the month of January, we'll send you this brand new book, The Casualty of Contempt. So today we're going to talk about why is Israel uh, important and why should it be important to you? I'm going to ask some questions. And the first question is the who question. Who are the Jewish people? Well, you go to the book of beginnings in Genesis 9.25, where Noah has three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Noah planted a vineyard, became drunk, was in his tent, and uh, Shem and Japheth, they get a blanket, and they cover their father without looking at him. Well, uh, Ham, he... Uh, cursed his father and said and laughed and said he's in the tent naked and when Noah came uh, to be sober he said cursed be Canaan a servant of servants he shall be to his brethren and he said blessed be the Lord the God of Shem and may Canaan be his servant may God enlarge Japheth and may he dwell in the tents of Shem and may Canaan be his servant. So in the words of Noah, he says, blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem. Noah prophetically saw something of spiritual value in Shem. There was a God-like character. And of course, Shem became the Shemites, the Semites, the Jews. And then Japheth, it says in Genesis chapter 10, they increased. So Japheth represents the Gentile nations that increased all across earth. And Noah says, may Japheth, the Gentiles, dwell under the tents of Shem, uh, the Semites, the Jews. So the Semites would provide a spiritual covering for the nations of the earth. So how do you get into a tent? You have to bow down to come under uh, the, the doorway of a tent. And so this was God's design that the Jewish people would be a spiritual covering uh, for the nations of the earth. And in Genesis 12, God begins with one man, uh, Father Abraham. And guess what? Abraham was a direct descendant of Shem, the son of Noah, a Semite. God always starts with an individual, then increases. And just as he started with you and then increased through your own family, God starts with Abraham. And in Genesis 12, it says, Now the Lord had said to Abram, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. 
And Abraham had faith in God's call, and it was credited to him as righteousness. From Abraham came the son of promise, Isaac. Isaac's son was Jacob. Through Jacob uh, came the patriarchs, the father of Israel, the fathers of Israel, and Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and their family uh, would become the patriarchs of all of Israel. Jacob had 12 sons, and they became the 12 tribes of Israel. And from them a multitude of people, the sand of the seashore. Today there's 13 to 15 million Jewish people the world over. So to answer the question, who is a Jew? A Jew is a blood descendant of Abraham, the Semite, who was chosen because of his faith in the God of the Bible, Yahweh. So the second question is, uh, where? The where question. Where do Jewish people live? Well, they live all over the world. But the largest population of Jews, about 7 million, is in the land of Israel. Where is Israel? Israel's in the Middle East, the southwestern shore of the Mediterranean Sea. It borders Lebanon to the north, Syria to the northeast, and Jordan on the east. Judea and Samaria uh, on the east side. The Gaza Strip in the southwest. Egypt and the Gulf of uh, Ababa in the, in the Red Sea to the south. And so Jerusalem is the capital city of uh, Israel. Jesus was born in Israel in, in the town of Bethlehem. He grew up in Nazareth and his ministry began in the Sea of Galilee region. The land of Israel today is very small. It's about the size of New Jersey. So that's the, the where question. Where do Jewish people live? For the most part, they live in the land of Israel. Third question is the why question. Why should I care about Israel? This is a hugely important question to answer. Many people today hate Israel and the Jewish people. They are known as anti-Semites or anti-Shemites. They're anti-Jews. They don't believe Jewish people have the right to exist in the land of Israel today. Some even believe that the Jewish people don't have a right to exist at all. How, uh, you can, how can you answer this question and how you answer is really, really important because if Abraham and his descendants, the Jews, were really chosen by God himself to be a spiritual covering for the Gentile nations, then to reject Israel, to not love Israel, is to reject the God of Israel. It's to hate the God of Israel. Remember Noah, blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem. There's something uniquely spiritual spiritual about the Shemites, the Semites. And here are five things to love uh, about the Jewish people and the land of Israel. Uh, number one, because salvation came through the Jewish people. Romans fifteen twenty seven says, for if the Gentiles have shared in their, the Jewish people, spiritual things, they are indebted to minister to them also in material things. All of the spiritual benefit that Christians enjoy today came from being under the tent of Shem. In John 4.22, it says, salvation is of the Jews. So the Bible, the prophets, the fathers of our faith, the 12 disciples, the covenants, most importantly, uh, Jesus, uh, our Jewish uh, Messiah, the man from Nazareth, all came from the Jewish people. Jesus is Jewish. And when he returns, he's coming as a Jew. Some people think that, uh, you know, Jesus was born a Jew, lived a Jew, died a Jew, but he was resurrected as, you know, this other 
person as a Christian and lost his Jewish uh, roots. But when Jesus returns, the Bible says he's coming as the lion of the tribe of Judah, Jew. Uh, he's Jew, and I, I believe that. He's not lost his Jewishness. So I think it's impossible to say that a person is a Christian and not love the Jewish people because everything that uh, Christians have have come because of the Jew. Secondly, we love the Jewish people in the land of Israel because no country on earth can boast of a land deed signed by God. You can't say that about any other nation except the land of Israel. First Chronicles 16, verse 16 through 18, it says, The covenant which he made with Abraham and his oath to Isaac and confirmed it to Jacob for a statute, to Israel for an everlasting covenant, saying, To you I will give the land of Canaan as the allotment of your inheritance. So in the covenant that God made with Abraham, there was a land promise. God was giving him a land, a promised land for the Jewish people. And there's a great dispute today. Radical Islam wants to push the Jews into the sea. Again, that mantra that's proclaimed on college campuses, we hear it all the time. From the river to the sea, Palestine must be free. Free of Jews is what they're declaring. They're calling for the murder of all the six to seven million Jews that live in the borders of Israel. So great hatred is brewing against the Jewish nation of Israel. Is Israel, the promised land of God, I can prove it to you. Some say the Jews don't belong there. It's, it's not their land. But I can prove to you that this land, uh, it belongs to the Jewish people. Here's how I can prove it. Tonight, when the sun goes down and the moon comes out, uh, look up at the moon. Is it in the sky? Are there still stars in the sky? Is the sun shining still in the daytime? Are there still waves in the sea? And if you see the sun, the moon, the stars, and ocean waves, then God's everlasting covenant with the nation of Israel still stands. The land still belongs to Israel. Because it says in Jeremiah 31, verse 35 to 36, Thus says the Lord who gives the sun for a light by day, the ordinances of the moon and the stars for light by night, who disturbs the sea and its waves roar, the Lord of hosts is his name. If those ordinances depart from me, says the Lord, then the seed of Israel shall also cease from being a nation before me forever. So that's direct proof that the land of Israel belongs to the Jewish people. We'll catch you on the other side. Hey, this is Aaron Free, and I'm so excited to announce that uh, coming out in the month of January is our new publication, a book entitled The Casualty of Contempt, The Alarming Rise of Anti-Semitism and What Can Be Done to Stop It. The FBI says that in the last year, there's been a 37% rise of anti-Semitic activity in the United States. And so this book, we confront this issue. And as Christians, we cannot remain silent in the face of growing anti-Semitism on college campuses that are secular and on Christian campuses. And so we're seeing that this rise of anti-Semitism is causing so many of our young evangelical students to turn away from Israel. In the Middle Ages, Jews were persecuted because of their religion. In the 19th and 20th centuries, they were reviled because of their race. Today, Jews are attacked and hated because of their nation-state Israel. Denying Jews the right of self-determination in their own land is the new 
anti-Semitism. For centuries, anti-Semites have justified their hatred of the Jews. In the Middle Ages, it was religion. During the Holocaust, it was science and the study of race. Jews were seen as not even part of the human race, and they were exterminated. Today, it's human rights. And whenever you hear people proclaim that Jews are not supporting human rights, you are hearing the new anti-Semitism. On college campuses, we're hearing the mantra, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. That means that they're trying to ethnically cleanse Israel of all Jews. So this month, we have a special offer for $50. If you go to IsraelTeam.org, and for a donation of $50, we'll mail you an autographed copy of this book. Some of the authors are Jay Sekulow from the American Center for Law and Justice, Stuart Roth from the American Center of Law and Justice, Coach Bruce Pearl from Auburn University. So go to IsraelTeam.org, join the fight with us, and we will send you this wonderful new book, The Casualty of Contempt. This is Israel and You, bringing Israel and the Jewish people into focus. Hey, we're back. It's Aaron Free, your host, and welcome to 2021. And as we begin this year, I'm encouraging you to fall in love with the Jewish people and the nation of Israel. We're looking at many questions about uh, Israel and the land and the Jewish people. And we're talking about five reasons to love the Jewish people in the land of Israel. The first reason we saw was because salvation came through the Jewish people. The second reason is because no country on earth can boast of a land deed signed by God. And here is uh, the third reason why we need to love the Jewish people and the land of Israel, because the blessing of the nations are directly linked to the blessing of Israel. Deuteronomy 32 verse 8 and 9 makes it clear all the borders of all the nations of the world are directly linked to the Jews and the 12 tribes of Israel. Here's what the scripture says. When the Most High gave the nations their inheritance, when he divided all of mankind, he set up boundaries for the peoples according to the number of the sons of Israel. For the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is his allotted inheritance. So all the nations are directly linked to Israel. Israel. Their inheritance, well-being, and blessing revolve around Israel. When Israel out of place, then all the nations are out of place as well. If Israel is blessed, then the nations are blessed. If Israel is cursed, the nations are cursed. A fourth reason to care about Israel and love the Jewish people, because the blessing on your life and family depends on your caring about Israel. Genesis 12, 3, God says, I will bless those who bless you. Who's he talking about? Abraham and his blood descendants, the Semites, the Jewish people. I will bless those who bless you and your descendants is what God's saying, and I will curse those who curse you and your descendants, the Jewish people. Though all through you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. This personalizes it to you and your family. If you want to be blessed as a person, if you want to have your family blessed, you need to care about Israel and bless Israel. There's so many examples of this through the scripture. I'll give you a few in Acts chapter 10. Cornelius, a Gentile man, a Roman man, cared for the Jewish people. He gave offerings to bless the Jewish people. And an angel appears to him, thy prayers and alms are come up as a memorial before God. And he's the first Gentile to receive the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on his entire household. 
Through you, Abraham, all the families of the earth will be blessed. And so we see that in the life of Cornelius. Because he gave alms to the poor Jewish people, God blessed him. The centurion in Luke chapter 7, his servant was sick. And the Jews came to the Lord Jesus and they said, please heal his servant because he loves our nation and he's built for us a synagogue. And the Bible says his servant was healed. And so the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, divine healing, blessing came upon people in the scriptures who blessed Israel. All of that was a result of loving the Jewish people and blessing the nation of Israel. The fifth reason why we should love Israel and the Jewish people is because Jesus prayed for you that you would love his people. John seventeen twenty through 21. I do not pray for these alone, but also for all those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they may also be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And the big question about this verse is, who are these and who are those? Jesus said, I do not pray for these alone, but for all those who will believe in me through their word. Well, we know that uh, the gospel was first preached to the Gentiles by the Jewish people. So who are these? They're the Jews. Who are those? They're the Gentiles. And so the world harvest of souls would come as a result of uh, Gentile people honoring uh, the Lord's brethren, the Jewish people. The very end-time judgment of the nations of the world uh, will be judged. They will be divided as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And Jesus says this in Matthew 25. On what basis will he divide the nations into goat nations and sheep nations? Jesus said, I was hungry. You gave me something to eat. I was thirsty. You gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. And they will say to him at the end of the age, when do we see you hungry, thirsty, a stranger, and naked, and clothe you? And the Lord will say to those nations, as you have done it unto the least of these, my brethren, you have done it unto me. The brethren of Jesus is the Jewish people, the Jewish nation. Jesus prayed for the nations to love the Jesus, the, the Jewish people. And so those nations will be separated. And I don't want to be separated away from the Lord's flock uh, out of having uh, a contempt for the Jewish pe people. So in summary, the five reasons to love Israel, salvation came through the Jews. No other country on earth can boast of a divine land covenant like the Jewish people can. Because the blessing of all the nations are directly linked to Israel. Four, because the blessing of your life and family depend on it. And five, because Jesus prayed that you would care about Israel. And I really encourage you as we begin this year to be a lover of Israel and the Jewish people. And you can go to our website. It's an educational website, israelteam.org. And uh, there's many articles there that you can download and enjoy. And it will really encourage your life to understand and grasp what God is doing in the restoration of Israel. The Bible says in Ezekiel verse chapter 36 through 38 that in the last days, God will uh, blow his winds across 
the earth from the four corners of the earth and draw his people, the Jewish people, back to the land of promise. And that is happening today. And we as Christians must be involved in this process. We must oppose the contempt that's rising today against the Jewish people right here in America, especially on college campuses. And this month, for a donation of $50, we will send you this brand new book. It's being released uh, the early part of January of this year. It's called The Casualty of Contempt, uh, The Rising of Anti-Semitism and What We Can Do to Stop It. And many authors, there's uh, 16 different authors in this book, world-renowned authors from uh the arena of uh, academics, there's theologians that have written. Uh, uh, Marlene Yahalom from Yad Vashem, the U.S. director of Yad Vashem, which is the Holocaust Museum in Jerusalem. She's written a chapter about the Holocaust. Jay Sekulow from the American Center for Law and Justice. Stuart Roth from the American Center for Law and Justice. Uh, Coach Bruce Pearl from Auburn University. Coach Dale Brown from from LSU wrote a chapter about his experience in Auschwitz, the death camp in Poland. Uh, many different authors from from Israel and around the world, uh, PhDs from academia who talk about the Holocaust and and why this anti-Semitism is rising. So we as Christians must be involved in this fight. The Christians during <clears throat> the Holocaust, for the most part, were silent, especially the German Christians. They They turned a blind eye to the trains taking thousands of Jewish people to the death camps. Many of these Christians turned in the Jews in their communities to the Nazis. And so we cannot be silent this time around as we see this this rise of anti-Semitism, especially on college campuses where students are embracing this whole issue of the social justice movement, which de- de- decrees that there will be justice for everyone except for the Jewish people. They believe that the Jews are violating the human rights of their neighbors. And so that's the new anti-Semitism that's coming against Israel as a nation. So we as Christians must stand in this fight to love our Jewish friends, uh, our elder brothers who brought to us uh, the word, the promises, the patriarchs, the covenants, and ultimately uh, our Jewish Messiah. So I am a Christian Zionist. What what does that mean? I believe that the return of the Jewish people to their God-given homeland in 1948 is a direct fulfillment of the eternal covenant God made with Abraham. The nation of Israel was chosen as God's representative to the world. The nation of Israel is an example to all the nations of how God deals with Israel in judgment, exile, return, and salvation. And that's exactly how he'll deal with the nations of the world. And so uh, we cannot have contempt. Uh, God says in Genesis 12, I will curse those who curse you. And what God is saying there, there's two different words in Hebrew for curse. The first one is, it means fruitless. I will cause to be fruitless those who curse you. That word for curse uh, simply means contempt. So whoever holds contempt, whoever sees you as a second class group of people, I will cause to be fruitless. I don't want to be fruitless in my life. I, I want to be blessed in my life. So go to IsraelTeam.org, download some of the articles. It'll encourage your life. Stand with Israel 
in these very dramatic days when we're seeing anti-Semitism rise across America. Stand with Israel team as we fight this fight. See you next week. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.